Hello there. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. Hello there and welcome to the Babblers Guild. It is a wonderful show and I've completely forgot the entire opening so I'm going to ad-lib it all. Um, it's a show. We watch, we watch TV shows, films and if you're lucky, a few games as well. So come on in, I've remembered it. <laughs> Take a seat and grab yourself a drink. Honestly, it's been a long day. Um, uh, and I'm Luke and I'm joined by the master Goofy Goober himself, Jamie. I am a Goofy Goober. Yeah. Yeah, rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, hello. Are you okay? I'm I'm all right. Life's just getting stressful. I think we're in those. Those usually this is like the, a couple of months of calm, isn't it, before Christmas? But it is. I know you're you're but very busy at the moment. I mean, it probably doesn't yeah. help that we've both started new jobs relatively recently. <laughs> Not really. Trips away but we're going to keep doing it. And the... we're going to keep. Keep going. Since we last recorded a podcast, we've gone through two prime ministers and two monarchs. I know, honestly, really weird. So we are recording this on the day it is coming out, and there's a slight delay last week. Um, but we're always going to bring you the podcast, um, even if it's not on a Monday. It might be come out on the Tuesday. Who knows? Depends no. if I get around to editing it tonight. <laughs> Who knows? But we were going to record last Thursday, weren't we? But unfortunately, uh, Her Majesty yeah, the Queen passed so... away. So out of respect, we thought... Probably not the best time to discuss talking peanuts. Yeah, it would have been a bit, a little bit weird, I think, to record on sort of that day. Now, like Jamie's just said, last Thursday to Thursday the eighth, which was the day we were going to record. Um, so, Her Royal Highness, Her Majesty the Second. Oh, is it? Her, Her Majesty. Majesty. Yeah. There you go. Hey, yes, Her Majesty the Queen. Um, she passed away. Um, we don't actually know what of yet or what it was. Um don't know if that'll ever be released but anyway she's gone and her son big old charlie charlie boy charlie it's king charlie yeah it is it's king sausage the third um no, no disrespect to the monarch but um he does have experts. sausage fingers <laughs> yeah he does honestly he does have sausage fingers oh but he wants to um he wants to strip back the monarchy of her today a little bit he wants it to be a bit more informal he wants to be more approachable, oh, he? and he wants to give up some of the estate. He, he doesn't want them to have as much wealth and estate, uh, is what I was reading today. Um, so I think he's still going to have a, a unpolitical role. The Queen was obviously quite famous for keeping her views to herself and staying out of politics, and probably helped her that she took the throne at the age of 25. So, And back when she took the throne, people didn't really listen to women anyway, did they? Um, so no. <laughs> her views were known, whereas, whereas Charles, King Charles is obviously... Uh, Taking the throne at 73, I believe it is. Um, so he's had plenty of time to make his opinion known. Is only now stepping back, but that's what I've heard is that he wants to ship it back a little bit. So yeah, we didn't record last week just out of out of respect to Her Majesty the Queen, but now we have His Majesty King Charles the Third. Um, don't know if he'll be the king that brought back partying like his previous Charles King. Um, previous Charles King, maybe, maybe. dreadful. Yeah. <laughs> king Charles, Charles Cavalier king. Spaniel. <laughs> if you don't know that reference i'm not going to say what it's from but you should it, that's in, in you should know what that's from um we're not going to rush through this one but we think it's going to be quite a short one because it's a relatively short film isn't it it's like an hour and 15 or something yeah well it's just a film about a couple of kids yeah it's a couple of kids goofy goobers trying to run around do a load of stuff and there's some great animation in this and a cool little song at the end yes they do so that will be what we get into i've i've dabbled on about myself enough already and what has gone on in my week how are you this week um i had a no i had actually a really good week last week apart from one day which i'll say in a minute <laughs> which you know about I already <laughs> So I had a really good week. So it was the first full week of teaching, which was um, obviously quite scary. Um, all went well. I'm still a bit apprehensive about it, but that's obviously sort of getting used to the school and everything and everything like that and actually being a proper full-time teacher. I saw someone um, say that starting a new job is like being a new character on a TV show at season five. It is. It actually is. That's Everyone's already analogy. established. Everyone knows what's going on. They're all part of the plot, and you're there. Like, I'm sure at some point I'll have some relevance to this, but I'm just trying to work yes, my way in and win people that, over. <laughs> honestly, that's exactly what it is. Now, I feel like I am getting on with quite a lot of the staff members. I've already slung out a few detentions. Oh. Um, 
they're quite strict at the school. So you basically get three warnings. You have a plan and warning, which is if you don't agree with something they're doing. If they do anything else or they continue, straight detention. Um, but it's called a correction, which is a bit oh. more, I think, a bit oh, more formal. I've, I've I heard other schools call it like reflection. They try not to call it detention anymore, are they? Sounds yeah, like I've heard like others ref- say reflection as well. Yeah, one. so his reflections, his correction, which is what we're going for. And then thirdly, if they still continue, so the school says um, they get redlined. So basically they get sent to isolation for the entire day. And three of the people in my form got sent to isolation today because on Friday when we did a, um, a two-minute silence for the Queen, they decided to just dance around the room oh, as we was all doing the two-minute silence. So I didn't say anything while they were doing it. And then after it, I just went, right. Well, that's the detention for you three, then. Yeah, too right. I mean, even if you're not um, a royalist, if, if you're having a minute silence for anyone who's died, that, that's that, that's someone who served the country well, and that's a mother, a grandmother, and a great-grandmother. Um, yeah. yeah. That's that's a person. was a bit annoying, but, you know, um, as they do. But anyway, the the bad day. So it's actually a really good day, but then a bad day. So on, on Friday, I finally figured out how to teach BTEC, which which I've been worried about. Finally figured out how to teach it. Um, Then I went out, actually, on a night out with the people who I used to work at the call centre at the Monk House at the clothes place. Um, It was a great night. Um, Didn't even have that much to drink. Probably like three or four pints, maybe. Then we went to this place. It was like a little karaoke pub. Um, got back to the table, took a sip of my drink, spiked <laughs> immediately. I could feel it within about twenty seconds. How? I've honestly how, how, never felt anything like you it. You know where that happened? Did you have your eyes off it while it was being poured? Or so I don't honestly. I have no idea when it went in, but um, I t- took a sip out of it. And it was honestly within 20 seconds, I started feeling dizzy. I started feeling sick. I just knew something was up. So I just sort of went, I just said to everyone, I went, oh, I really don't feel well. I think I'm just going to go. And they went, oh, okay, that's fine. So I sort of gave everyone a hug and left. And I could, so I rang Rachel on the way back. And luckily the pub was only five minutes walk from home. Perfect. I rang Rachel immediately and I was on the phone to her the entire way home. Apparently, like my speech was just really slurred. Like, and I remember calling her. I remember walking halfway across the bridge. Then the next thing I know, I'm sort of like asleep on the bathroom floor. Oh, I mean, that's it. It's honestly, I've never known. And you were completely fine like before this life. drink, you? Maybe a little bit tipsy, but yeah, well. I was a little bit tipsy, but but not another sip of a drink wouldn't have completely sent me <laughs> no, under. Like, I'm not. like I I I can I can I can, can, can take a drink. drink. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it was. It was very strange that that happened. But anyway, that was an awful day. All of Saturday, my stomach was in bits. Even today, I was sat at work and my stomach was in agony. And I was like, this is not good. And it's still from whatever was in this drink. Because Rachel said that when I was coming back, um, well, when I was back, I was trying to throw up. But because I didn't have anything in me to throw up, yeah. I was just sort of dry heaving oh, for about three worst. hours. Yeah, so and I was completely oblivious of myself doing this. But anyway, that was an awful day. But then um, on Saturday night, I braved it and went to the cinema and saw a film called Bodies, 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 which is a really good um, sort of like slasher slash horror comedy film, which is great. And then yesterday, went to Back to the Future, which was fantastic. I'd ask how how it was, but I know how it was. Back to the Future is brilliant. It was amazing. Never seen it in the cinema. Makes it ten times better. We're on the cinema topic, actually. I've told you this already, but I did something, didn't I, that I imagine you'd be very proud of because yes, you have said on numerous occasions on this podcast that you went to see Elvis and you absolutely loved it and that I need to see it. And I said, I will add it to my list as I do with everything that I've not played or watched or heard <laughs> of. Um, but I went to a little, it's called the Kinema in the Woods and it's out in the woods, mm. believe it or not. And it's an old style cinema. It looks cinema. great. The- Really, a yeah, little the old photo style. you sent looked amazing. And you know what was really good was how cheap it was. So if you go to a standard cinema now, an Odie and a Cineworld, how much would you pay for a large drink? You're, you're looking over a five, uh, aren't you? About six pounds. Oh, easy. I mean, especially like in the Lincoln one, you probably yeah. pay about eight quid for well, it. This was three pounds for an extra large Whoa. drink, and they're the same size as you'd get there—the big buckets that you get of them—and then a large popcorn. It's massive. Was like two pound fifty. I watched, oh, that's great. Whereabouts is this? This is out near Woodhall Spa. Yeah, anyone's near oh, Lincolnshire. Is it really? It's out. You know where we went camping that one time. 
Oh yeah, it's about probably town. about a three-minute drive from there. So if we'd have known it existed at the time when we went, when we had that big camping party with ten of us oh, out in the woods, we could have gone, gone round there. Uh, but I've seen Elvis. For anyone wondering, um, I went to see Elvis, and it was yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. Luke did not overhype it at all. If anything, you underhyped it when you said it was the best <laughs> film that you've ever seen. You didn't sell it enough. It was fantastic. Absolutely loved that. It's great, isn't it? Did you what did you think of the ending where it cuts to the real footage? Oh, it was very emotional, but also it was like, yeah, there he is. There's our boy. There's, There's the real deal. Oh, Marlo. I'll leave this Honestly, thing Yeah, leave the thing. So what did you think of Austin Butler's performance? Do you think it was good? I thought it was really good. I thought it was very convincing. Um he sung the earlier songs, didn't he? As young Elvis as well. He I think that was yes, actually his he did, vocals. Yeah. Um and then I think the older ones are a mix of both. Of yeah, when he gets older, it's a bit of a mashup. Yeah, but no, I, yeah. I thought he did really well. I think he looked the part. I genuinely believe that was Elvis. <laughs> so, yeah, credit to Austin Butler for a great performance. Credit to Austin Butler. And honestly, I'm incredibly glad that you've seen it. Now, I'm just wary about um, this overrunning. So I'm going <laughs> to move on to... <laughs> honestly, but I'm really glad you've seen it. It's amazing. Yeah, sure, sure. Um Jamie, do you have your recommendation? I have my weekly recommendation. My... Of the week. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> okay, what is your recommendation this week? So I was in, in two minds about what to recommend this week, and I've actually forgotten what the other one was. So I'm going to go with the first <laughs> one that came to mind, unless I can remember the other. No, I can't. Right, we're going to... I'll hopefully remember it for next week, but I played a little indie game on... I think it was on the weekend. I think it was Friday. Ooh. Friday evening? No, was it? No, it might have been not this weekend just gone, but the weekend before. Um, I played a game, you might have played this, called The Stanley Parable. Oh, I've heard of it and I've seen about it, but I've never played it. Yeah, well, it was £17 on the PlayStation Store and I really fancied a little quirky sort of indie game to have a go with. Um. And without giving away too many spoilers, it's a game that basically pokes fun at video games and how you have choices. Um, and you play as Stanley, who wakes up in his office, at his office block, who loves working, he lives to work, and to push the buttons that he's told to press. It's already making fun of games that just tell you what buttons to press. Uh, press? Press. Press. <laughs> press. And press. you have a narrator, and he says, Stanley walked out of his door, and you can... You can do what the narrator yes, says, and if you one, do, the game yes. ends in about three or four minutes. But you can keep, every time you complete it, you start back in your office. And it has, like, right. on, on the loading screens, it says, the end is never the end, is never the end, is never the end, <laughs> over and over. Um, because you just keep going. Um, and every time you do something that's different, the narrator makes a funny remark about it. So there's one part where you can enter a code for a, a secret room, uh, but it's because he tells you the code at the end of a long ramble. But if you run in and type in the code before you do it, he gets angry at you for a bit. You could never have possibly known that. So you must wait and enjoy this music before the door opens. And it just, it just, yeah, it's, it's a fun little game. It's got a little bit of an adventure to it. But more than anything, it occupied me for probably about two hours at most. So maybe it wasn't worth the £17. <laughs> but if, it might be cheaper on Steam or as they call it, pressurised gas, where you walk through all the pressurised ah, gas yes. reviews about the game. Um, so it breaks the fourth wall a lot, essentially. Um, yeah, it's... Um, Platinum Trophy might be difficult on it because you've, you've got to play the game for the entire duration of a Tuesday... You can do it on multiple Tuesdays, but you've got to rack up 24 hours playing the game on a Tuesday. And there's also a trophy what? for not playing the game for 10 years. What? Yeah, and there's a game for not playing it, but a trophy, sorry, for not playing it for 10 years. You can cheat that by just changing the clock on your PlayStation. That is weird. Okay, I mean, I'd love it if someone actually did leave it for 10 years. I didn't even know it was on PlayStation. Yeah, it is now. They remade it. They've Because um, it used to be an old port, but they've re remade it for PlayStation and added some extra content to it. And even that itself Lovely. is quite humorous. Um, every time you go in yeah, there... It sounds a, bit, um, a little bit Portal 2-y. It is very much like it. I, I'm sure it said something about the creators of Half-Life who were involved in it. Which are also ah, right, okay. so it's it's if you're into Half Life, Portal, those kind of games, I'd say give the Stanley Parable a go. You'll you'll probably enjoy it because it's that kind of humour, that kind of movement and mechanics as well. But there's no portal guns, unfortunately. Bring us Portal Three. <laughs> 
Yeah, Burst Portal 3. Great stuff. Yeah. That's really Where good are we? Uh, actually, very good. Where are we at for your recommendation this week? Ha ha ha. Now, my recommendation um, it's a TV show, it's a Netflix show. Um, and the season two has just come out, um, surprisingly, because series one only came out this year as well. Um, now, it's a little cartoon based on a very popular game of mine um uh, it's the cuphead show <laughs> i knew where you were going with it's, that one <laughs> it's honestly it's great you weren't expecting it's a so series good. to were you no well i thought there was going to be one but not this year i thought it was going to be like next year or something and suddenly season two dropped and it's really really good i think everything about it is really really captures the sort of essence of cuphead the game it's really really i don't know it's just there's something about it that it's not sort of kiddie. It's sort of very Looney Tunes style where it's very, it's just mad, madness all the time. But it's got a nice coherent story, which sort of in some ways acts as a sort of a prequel to the actual events of the game before the devil takes their um, all these people's souls and they've got to go and get them back or and before they sort of like sell themselves to the devil's service. Um, but there's loads of little characters from the game. So all the bosses and stuff that you fight they're actually characters in the game which is really really cool to see and the animation style isn't exactly the sort of 1920s 30s rubber band animation it's sort of a mix of the two so it's you get some of the movements and jankiness and weird rubber bandy stuff but then you also get a nice modern flair to it which is really nice the music's fantastic the animation's fantastic the story's fantastic some of the jokes are fall flat a little bit sometimes but i think that's just because they're trying to write the characters to yeah. be constantly cracking jokes and there's nothing wrong with that it's it's just it is sort of it is what it is um honestly if anybody's got a chance go and watch the cuphead show if you like the game you'll really really appreciate it i think it. i watched the, that's the first sort of... couple of episodes and thought it was quite good the animation was a little bit grainy like an old school film isn't it yes yeah. it is yeah i think there's a filter over it. it's really good yeah no i i think it's a good I have to go back and finish watching it. I've not played the game, but um, it's on my list, which is very long. I can see it right now. Um, <laughs> well, I can see it as far as it goes. I think you can only see about twenty-three miles to the horizon, but it's it's there. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's on there somewhere. It. Past that, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it goes far, far it goes past it, but it definitely does. Um, now we're going to move on to now. It's, it's a little bit of a different one this week, mm. and from the story I said earlier, you know why. So this is. The perfect non-alcoholic poor. Sort of perfect poor of the week. Of the week. This week, um, I've literally just got a can of Vimto. Hey, let's <laughs> go. A cheeky Vimto or I, just honest, a Vimto? <laughs> just a regular Vimto. Now, uh, for unmistakable reasons, um, i.e. me being spiked on Friday night, <laughs> Um, now that's never happened mind I'll I'll just let viewers know that's never happened before it's the first I know a couple of people who has my dad it's happened to my dad before and it's exactly the same and my friend um, Ryan who's been mentioned multiple times on the pod I was telling him and the exact same thing happened to him and the exact same feeling as well so whatever it is it's exactly the same stuff and they don't like the look of us Um, (sighs) anyway this is a can of Vimto if nobody knows what Vimto is um, I put a P in it a minute ago it's Vimto not Vimto um, Vimto is a a fruit-based soft drink that is actually made and was created in Manchester. Oy oy. In, well, near Manchester. It's made now at the moment in a place called Newton Newton Le Willows, which is near Manchester, but in the centre of city centre of Manchester. There's a giant original Vimto bottle. It's sort of like another battle between the north and south of England. Like in the south, you have... Um, Ribena, we do, yep. and in the north you have Vimto. Uh, I prefer Vimto. I prefer Ribena. I don't know what. <laughs> there we go. There's north, the southerner south in me coming out at its finest. Yeah. Anyway, I bought a can specifically just so I could get the crack as normal, and I am going to pour it as well. I'm not going to take a photo because there's not going to be a head, <laughs> but I'm just going to do everything that we'd usually do. So here's the. Here we go. Oh, listen That's to that. Good. Smells all right, and here's the pour. Oh, it smells so... I haven't had a Vimto. This is a full-fat Vimto, my Oh, very Vimto. nice. This is full, full sugar sensations going on. I don't remember the last time I had a full sugary can because I'm in the um, 
sugar-free zone. Yeah, I, I tend to lean that way as well. Although Fanta Lemon, um, that's that's right. Yes, yeah. Fanta Lemon is real. They sell good. it when we go um, to the chippy. They have it. Fanta Lemon. Oh, do they? Fanta do you Fanta not have Lemon. dandelion and burdock? I'm not a fan of dandelion and burdock. Oh. Kaylee will have a can of dandelion and burdock with her fish and chips. But I will have a Fanta Always. Lemon or a bit of shandy. I mean. Ah, yes, a bit of Shandy's very nice. Anyway, I'm going to taste this Vimto. I haven't had a full fat one in a long time. Here we go. Oh, it's so good. Oh, Vimto. Honestly, shout out to Vimto. What an absolute incredible drink. Anyway, we're going to get into the film. Oh, and I haven't <laughs> forgot. I haven't forgot. Uh, before we get in, here is the trailer for the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Off we go, here we go, there's the trailer, there it is. Deep beneath the world's greatest ocean lives a sponge unlike any other. Hooray! Bubble party! <laughs> for years, he enjoyed a carefree life. But all that was about to change. By tomorrow, I will rule the world! <laughs> well, good luck with that. My crown! <laughs> Someone has stolen the royal crown! <laughs> Who can stop me now? <laughs> you, be back here with my crown in exactly ten days. You can do it in nine, eight, seven, six, Patrick! Six it is then. Now, what is it? The paddy wagon. Sesame seed finish. Steel belted pickles. And under the hood? Wow. Yeah. Wow. We will begin a journey to become the hero he was born to be. Are they laughing at us? No, Patrick. They're laughing next to us. Hooray for SpongeBob! Get ready. Let's get it out! For big adventure. Oh, boy. <laughs> How you doing? SpongeBob! <laughs> big trouble. Things have gotten a lot worse since you left. Plankton's turned everyone we know into slaves. Even Gary. Big twists. Oh my gosh, Patrick, you have a mustache! So do you! Oh. Oh. <laughs> Big action. And big surprises when Sponge meets World. Who are you? I'm David Hasselhoff. For the very first time. Hooray! The SpongeBob SquarePants movie. <laughs> that was an incredible trailer once again we haven't watched it because <laughs> uh, we've watched the film haven't we no i i actually just watched the trailer this this second oh, did you just gone yeah. and can you imagine if we um, did it the other way around one time where <laughs> we watched the trailer and then we put the whole audio <laughs> for the whole film i didn't yeah that would in. be quite funny um, I did not watch the trailer. <laughs> I was uh, still working the cash register, Squiddy. Oh my god! <laughs> just, just gonna say, I love this film. I do. I love SpongeBob. Me and me and my friend who I play Call of Duty with it drives everyone insane. M me and him, even though we don't watch it regularly, we just watched it a lot when we were kids. We just quote SpongeBob all the time, and someone can say something that. It just sets us off from an old episode. So someone the other day in our squad was like, oh, I've got 24 kills already. And we just started laughing, and they're like, what's so funny about 24? But obviously there's that SpongeBob episode where they laugh at the number 24. And yes, it's like, there is. And then I was like, it, my mate was like, you're going to do it, bro? And I was like, yeah, I thought of something funnier than 24. 25. <laughs> so I just love SpongeBob, and the film is actually fantastic. Was it 2004? Uh, to... Pretty sure. I remember going to see it in the cinema when I was very, very little. I remember dragging my mum and dad. Two thousand four. Yeah. yeah. I remember dragging my mum and dad to go and see it. Yeah. Um. And they they hated it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I loved it. I I can't say I watched it in the cinema, but my uh my uncle used to make dodgy pirate copy DVDs. <laughs> he doesn't anymore. And that's quite <laughs> apt for the opening of this film. Yeah. Arrgh, so we got the pirate copy of the DVD for the SpongeBob SquarePants yes. movie. Oh. <laughs> And that's how I watched it when it first came out. 
<laughs> and that's how you watched it. My God. Um, we're going to get into this plot. So the movie opens, and it's live action of a load of pirates, and they're all having a good old swashbuckle, and they find a treasure chest underneath the ocean, and they pull it up, and they open it, and it's all like shining gold into their faces. And they're like, hey, what is it? And he's like, it's a ticket to the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. And they all go, Arr! and then they <laughs> sing the SpongeBob SquarePants theme tune, but in like a nice operatic fashion. And they've got those little cards up spelling out SpongeBob SquarePants, haven't yes, they? Yes, they do. It's, like it's so funny. SquarePants. It's so good. Yeah, it's what an incredible time. Really good. And then they so the whole premise is the actual film, the pirates are watching it at the same time as us. Yeah, the same time as us because they sort of sail towards land and they enter a movie theater. They completely raid the snack bar of all the pop, all the popcorn, the hot dogs, everything, and then they sit down and the movie starts. And it, you know what? I actually forgot how this movie starts, and it's with like the crusty crab sort of cordoned off and there's helicopters and reporters everywhere and mr krabs is sort of really really nervous and crying and he's like he's like oh my god he's like where's my manager um and then spongebob shows up in some like hot rod with flames on it and (laughs) what's yeah and he's got those big boots big boots with like the um garters they call on them Oh, what they called the little the so, little cowboy yeah. boots. Um, oh, the Spurs. Oh, the Spurs. Garters are completely different. Ignore me. <laughs> Garters. They're lingerie, like aren't they? <laughs> where am I getting that from? Oh, God. I mean, you're getting I've, that. From I've had a couple of glasses. Of yes, that's where I'm thinking of. Um, I've, I've had a couple thinking. of glasses of wine prior to recording. So if, if I'm off off with the accuracy, I do apologise. <laughs> oh, honestly, that's that's completely fine. So he turns up and he goes in and he's, and he's like, what's the stitch, Mr. Krabs? And then he goes in and he's telling him that there's a, someone's been served a crusty Burger, uh, a Krabby Patty, but crusty Burger. Krusty Burger. <laughs> ah, Simpsons. It's because I watched The Simpsons yesterday. Yeah. Asked, yeah, afternoon. <laughs> it's in my head still. Um, he, there's a, he gets, someone gets served a Krabby Patty, but there's no cheese on it. And this is a serious dilemma. So they've called in SpongeBob. SpongeBob goes in and it's this incredibly dramatic sort of surgical scene where he's got these tweezers and this piece of um, cheese and it's in slow motion and it's all cutting really fast between a load of stuff for him to put the cheese on. And there's a big celebration. And then SpongeBob alarm starts to go off and he wakes up and it turns out that it's all a dream. Yeah, I just love the bit though where when he was about to put the cheese on the burger, he looks at the guy and goes, say cheese. <laughs> he just puts yeah, the cheese on. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it's so cheesy. <laughs> Quite literally. It is cheesy. He wakes up, doesn't he, with his foghorn going off. And yes, I, I love when he's, he starts getting ready, doesn't he? So he talks to Gary. Meow. <laughs> That's my Gary he impression does. of the week. I mean, you know what? That was actually very, very good. So um, they're opening the Krusty Krab 2, and he thinks that he's going to become the new manager, which is why he's just been dreaming about that, isn't it? Yeah, and did you pick up on... The reason why he thought he was going to be the new manager was because he had something like 337, I think it was, Employee of the Month Awards, which means he's been working there for about... I haven't done the maths, but about 25 years probably i can imagine i do like the bit where he's, he's like why didn't you ask my was and they're all like spongebob squarepants <laughs> it's so good it's when he's getting ready as well because he's getting ready to go to work and he's all happy he's enjoying himself i want because spongebob has these two big buck teeth doesn't he out the front he does. and he gets his toothbrush out doesn't he and it's just got <laughs> it's like it's got eyes. two bits on it and you and he puts the toothpaste on it and you think, oh, well, that's perfect for his two teeth. But he just scrubs his eyes with it. <laughs> Why? Why is he doing that? Oh, it's so, it's so, so funny. weird. And his clothes are apparently cardboard cutouts that he just slips on. <laughs> They're flat pack, aren't they? He just sort of like pops flat them into place. <laughs> so, very, very strange. So funny. It is. Now, SpongeBob is very excited. He 
obviously visits Squidward, who's in the shower, and he starts to scrub his back. Squidward screams, get out, in this big booming voice and kicks him out. And then he ends up going to see Patrick, um, who is naked. Good morning, <laughs> um, And then goes, <laughs> yeah, no, then he goes back in, and they say that to celebrate, they're going to go to the Goofy Goober ice cream party boat later that night when he's become the new manager and anyway they end up singing the goofy goober song and they go to the crusty crab um meanwhile plankton is spying on everybody from the chum bucket and he sees that mr krabs is being interviewed um at this time and he gets incredibly incredibly jealous now he yells that he's tried every single plan and <laughs> this is a furnace joke really really funny um it is cabinet from a to y and then karen says well, well, Karen is this robot that he has. It's computer and she wife. Says, <laughs> yeah, computer wife. And she says, what about the letter Z? <laughs> Z? And the letter after Y. And he's like, is that a letter? And he goes all the way to the back of the big filing cabinet. And he thinks that it's his best plan yet, doesn't he? Yeah, I just, the line, I've tried everything from A to Y. A to Y. <laughs> yeah, the alphabet. <laughs> It's great, um, and then he, he's so happy with his plan Z, laughing. It was when he opens it and it drops down slowly. I mean, he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a little adult joke <laughs> in there, isn't there, that he's looking at it something is. a bit and, naughty. Oh, I mean, it is. I mean, this is a bit of a naughty plan. And he does, and he, he's so excited. He runs outside to have a look, and SpongeBob steps on him. That is the funniest thing. Because SpongeBob, what is it? I'm ready. Promotion. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm promotion. ready. Promotion. And then you just hear him plankton going, ah, 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 on the bottom of his shoe. And he goes, oh, I stepped in something. So good. And he drags his feet. And oh, the sound gives me goosebumps. It goes right through me. But it makes a noise while he's scraping his foot on the road with plankton underneath him. And there's this big green smear. And I'm like, oh, that's gross. He's like, not on something. Or no, not in something, on someone. And <laughs> SpongeBob just doesn't care, does he? He just goes, see you later, Mr. Plankton. <laughs> he, honestly, he honestly does not care at all. I, I love every little joke in this. is incredible. Now, so basically, SpongeBob gets to the place and he's ready to accept the promotion. But instead, unfortunately, it's given to Squidward. And Mr. Krabs uh, basically says that he's a bit too childish um, to, um, to actually... Um, take over just a kid isn't he he's just a kid yeah that's a big theme in the film is that everyone thinks that he's just a kid despite the fact we know that he's worked well probably more than that he's worked there for at least 25 years i've not done the maths but it would be about that much yeah so yeah now he basically (laughs) runs away he runs away doesn't he um and patrick appears um in the air while naked with a banner (laughs) And he crashes into the stage thinking that SpongeBob has won, which is really, really funny. And are between um, his butt cheeks. Yes, <laughs> they are between his butt cheeks. Now, at this point, um, Plankton um, sort of sets in motion Plan Z with King Neptune, doesn't he? He does. So he is on his little jetpack as night falls um, through, <laughs> through Bikini Bottom, leaving the city to King Neptune's palace. And we get our first look at Kim, King Neptune. Kim Neptune. Who's King, great. King Neptune, who is fantastic. And his daughter, Mindy. Uh, it's Carla Johansson, I oh, believe, yes. isn't she? I um, think so. I'm, I'm sure that's who voices her. And I, <laughs> the first thing before Plankton gets there always cracks me up when he, he's he's essentially got people coming here to him accused of crimes. And they have this little person, in like this tiny little fish in shackles, accused of touching the king's crown. I know. And it's the crown polisher. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And he wants to. It what was it. Twenty years in the dungeon or something for touching the crown, and then Mindy is. lets I him think go. It's Twenty years. Um, but anyway, very he's good. he's now, very attached to his crown, isn't he, King Neptune? He is. But Plankton nicks it. He does. Robbie, Robbie, and he flies off into the distance, all the way back to Shell City. I want to say he does fly towards Shell City. To Shell yes, City, having stolen. Yes, so he's stolen the crown. Now, at this time, SpongeBob is with Patrick at the Goofy Goobers ice cream um, party boat, brooding over his loss of the managerial position. And Patrick um, 
is there and he thinks that SpongeBob is the manager. Um, and then SpongeBob tells him the truth and they realize that they're not. And um, SpongeBob starts to leave, but Patrick orders the legendary triple goober berry sunrise. And SpongeBob is like, yep, I'll have one of them. And basically, they become drunk because they're just eating so many triple goober berry sunrises. Uh, yeah, and he's like, oh, waiter. 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 So <laughs> I love <good>. that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, waiter. <laughs> My two best friends in the whole world, Patrick and this peanut guy. <laughs> <laughs> it, honestly, I love that there's just a bit where they're just completely drunk. It's mm. it's brilliant. It's so good. It's so funny that like obviously as kids you're like, oh they've they've had a bit too much bit too much ice cream, but as adults it's like they've got drunk on Sundays. <laughs> yeah, I know they drunk on Sundays on ice cream no On less. ice cream um, Sundays. So Neptune arrives at the Krusty Krab because he now believes that uh, Mr. Krabs has stolen the crown because Plankton has basically framed him um king neptune threatens crabs and he tells him to relinquish the crown he's like give me back that crown and he um, unleashes his magical trident planning um to execute him um but then crusty crab crusty crab why do i keep saying that mr crabs um ends up denying that he has stolen the crown um and then a message plays on the phone, which is really, really funny, of a man thanking Mr. Krabs for giving him the crown. <laughs> it's, it's really, really it's funny. It's hilarious, but um, what I think is also really funny is the evidence that King Neptune had that Mr. Krabs had stolen the, the crown in the first place was just a poorly written note by Plankton that said, oh, yeah, I stole is. the crown, signed Eugene Krabs. <laughs> it's ridiculous, honestly. This film has so many bits where I'm just like, what is going on in this bit, in, in all of this? Um, anyway, the um, a drunken SpongeBob basically arrives at the place and um, b- once Neptune says, he says, does anybody want to defend Mr. Krabs, doesn't he, or something like that? Yeah, is there anyone here who, then... can, who can defend him? And SpongeBob bursts in, doesn't he? Supposedly, yes, completely drunk. Yeah, <laughs> starts berating him with a load of stuff. Calls him a great boss, and he's now a great big jerk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have attempting... something to say about Mr. Krabs. <laughs> it's so good, and he, he does, doesn't he? He says he's a jerk. <laughs> Honestly, like just the bits which I didn't remember in this film. Like I forgot that they got drunk at the Goofy Goofy yeah, thing. It's so funny. I think it adds so much so much to it which is amazing now um god i forgot where i was i've lost my notes um spongebob tells neptune wait uh, oh here we go um so spongebob basically finishes ranting and then um king neptune burns mr krabs by shooting like this weird laser fire from the trident at him and it causes him to bounce around the room the restaurant's all on fire and um, then he ends up in a barrel of water. Now, SpongeBob basically turns back into his normal self and stops um, the um, King Neptune from burning, burning Mr. Krabs. And he tells him uh, to kill someone. It's a bit harsh to kill someone over the crown. So then King Neptune tells SpongeBob that his crown is basically the symbol of his authority and he shows him his bald spot, which is basically <laughs> what it's what it's really there to be covering. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really shiny. It's one of the shiniest bald spots I've ever seen in a TV show. Shinier than the sun itself. And he has like a bag on his head. Well. Yeah. And SpongeBob tells Neptune um, that um he's just gonna he'll he'll go and get the crown back he does and everyone laughs doesn't at him he? doesn't they like you go to shell city you're just a it's kid. a very <laughs> a, it's a very um lord of the rings moment of like frodo taking the ring and it's sort of like i'll take it it I'll is go. and everyone's like the hobbit <laughs> the halfling <laughs> exactly it actually is and it ends up being him anyway they um everything sort of goes well and it's all agreed, really, isn't it? It is, Eventually, yeah. They say they are, they are going to go. Well, doesn't he say he'll give him like ten days? And Patrick's like, he could do it in nine, eight, seven. And they're like, <laughs> stop! Like, no. and, he, and SpongeBob's like, no, stop! And then they like, he goes six days, and then Patrick goes 
for? And they just slam him to the ground like, no, Patrick. And he's like, six Sweet days day. to return with the crowd or <laughs> crab gets it. <laughs> well, honestly, that's honestly brought me perfectly to my next note. My God. So they have six days to retrieve the crown. Um, Soldier and Patrick, now this bit is incredible. They take the patty wagon, yeah. which is a car shaped like a crabby patty. And they end up reaching a place called the County Line, which is sort of like a petrol station where there's some hillbillies. Um, and they um, don't like the vehicle. They no. find it pretty stupid. But, Just keep making fun of the car, don't they? Yeah, but there's, there's such a funny line when they're taking the patty wagon. I mean, I love how they're like, come on, Squidward. And Squidward's like, I'm out. And just walks away. Yeah, and he's then, not a part of it. He's like, nah. It's when Patrick says, but SpongeBob, I thought you didn't pass your driver's test yet. And he's like, Patrick, you don't need a license to drive a sandwich. I, that that <laughs> line is yeah. one of my... I, I still quote that to this day. Um, but yeah, they don't. They, they make fun of um, SpongeBob and Patrick, don't they? Like, what does it run on? Ketchup or mustard? <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> they are like proper stereotypical hillbilly yeah. accent. <laughs> and then, oh yeah, and then there's the bit, and they're like, "You won't last ten seconds over the county line." And then SpongeBob um, and Patrick both end up crossing, and this bloke comes up to them and steals <laughs> oh, their car immediately. <laughs> It's so funny. So it's like they've got this journey and they're going to make it in the crabby, in the patty wagon and it gets stolen. Straight away. But they're, they're not concerned about that. They're like, how long was that? 12 seconds. And they're like, woo, in your face. We made 10 yeah. seconds. <laughs> so good. Now, at the same time, while all this happening, Plankton um, is, is uh, has now with Mr. Krabs, who is now sort of knocked out and incapacitated. He finally has the Krabby Patty secret formula, he doesn't does. he? And he starts to use it, doesn't he, to make Krabby Patties? And um, is this the part where Squidward wakes up and goes out on his little um, little lie down bike? Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah, and, and he's, he's, he's everyone everybody wearing, wearing the bucket helmets. Bucket helmets. Yeah, they're wearing yeah. Like the, a chumbo. Where did you get that headgear? And then he finds out that I love this bit when that woman in the car and she's like, "Oh, Plankton's selling them free with every Krabby Patty," and he's like, "Chum bucket." Abby Paddy, free, with yeah. And it's like the re- realization. He says every every word, word just like out of order. Yeah, and then he goes there, doesn't he, to confront Plankton? Um, yeah, he does, and and he gets um, bucketed as well, doesn't he? I think so. We don't see it happen, but he says, "I'm no. gonna tell King Neptune," um, and then yeah. Plankton suddenly activates the bucket helmets, which sink down on everyone's head and turn them into essentially zombies that he can control. And he tells it them to see Squidward, does. doesn't he? And we just see him in a corner getting attacked by all the buckethead zombies. Yeah. I- now I've, that's actually skipped over a little bit, but I'll let you. Oh, off. sorry, I do apologise. <laughs> so okay, so there's just a little bit before that. So this is where they go to the Thug Tug. Oh yeah, is that? I didn't realise that was beforehand, but yes. So it's, the Thug Tug um, is it's incredible. It's the bike bit, then the Thug Tug, and then Squidward goes in, and it's all the bucket. Bit. Right, um, we'll, we'll pretend so, yeah, so... it's in a different order. They go to the oh, Thug yeah, Tug. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, so SpongeBob and Patrick end up seeing. <laughs> uh, it's ridiculous. They see their car parked outside of the thug tug now unfortunately patrick um announces that he has to use the bathrooms and they're gonna need to go in um spongebob um hold up um spongebob heads for the bathroom and criticizes patrick for um basically having to do that uh, but later realizes um the mistakes now um spongebob washes his hands and he uses the soap dispenser which produces some bubbles doesn't it and SpongeBob and Patrick start having a bubble party, but then one of these bubbles floats into the Thug Tug, which is filled with all these nasty, tattoo, knife-wielding fish who, are basically, the bottom dwellers of the ocean, yeah. who are sort of quite, quite mean. They're like gangsters, and basically, they, aren't they? They pretty much are. Now it floats over to the leader, and um, who reminds the everyone who's in the bar of the policy of that bubble blowing babies um what is it bubble blowing babies double, will be severely bubble be- blowing beaten, babies will be severely beaten by beaten. all staff and patrons uh, something that's or other it. i can't remember the whole thing that's um, it yeah um, but then the leader uh, all of them go on a bubble blowing baby hunt um, <laughs> and we get the famous uh, we're on a baby hunt and don't think we yeah, don't so- know how to weed them out 
because we have to weed about. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, because Patrick obviously makes fun of that later on, which we'll get back to, um, I assume. But he, they want to find yes. who blew the bubble, didn't they? And they line them and all up. the best up. way to do that <laughs> is to sing the Goofy Goober theme song. And this is one of those bits where in the Sponge... I've never seen it in any other cartoon. In SpongeBob, you get those close-ups. Those really detailed close-ups. And there's just a bit where it's sort of a real close-up of SpongeBob and Patrick's face. And they're really struggling not to sing the Goofy Goober <laughs> theme song. And it gives you those awkward ones where, like, Patrick's face is melting. Because there's those memes, isn't there? Like, Spongebob is really goofy, yes, and then you just yes. get one terrifying shot. And, like, Patrick is literally, like, his eyes are coming out of the sockets, and his whole body is melting. It's gruesome. Terrifying. It is. Honestly, it's it, it's not, not for kids, really. No. <laughs> so, Spongebob and Patrick eventually give in. So, they take in a deep breath, and they're all, they're about to sing. But then, there's this sort of fish that's, like, two fish in one. It's, like, a conjoined fish, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's one of those where it has, like, two heads, and they've each got, like, yeah, yeah. Like a conjoined twin kind of thing. Yeah, and that sort of bursts out into Goofy Goober song. Goofy and all Goofy the fish Goober Goober, up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and all the fish end up beating up that and they get the keys, get out, and they get back into the Krabby Patty. And then, like you said, um, everybody, uh, everybody, yeah, so Squidward now confronts um, Plankton and he turns everybody into their little slaves and he turns Bikini Bottom into um did you know what the city's called that he turns it into? Planktopolis, exactly. So he turns it into Planktopolis. Now even Gary Honestly, yeah, even Gary. Wow, Doesn't he have like two little yeah. buckets on his eyes or something? Yeah, he's got one over each eye because they because sh- SpongeBob sees it, doesn't he, what's happening? Um back there is that where he sees what's happening no he gets shown later on doesn't he oh ignore me then yeah he does ignore me i'm jumping ahead again that's all right don't worry you bloody keep skipping ahead (laughs) i'm just excited Um, you're just so excited um so anyway for some reason patrick and spongebob was traveling for a field of skulls at this point but they're very very excited and they're still laughing um, making fun of them aren't they (laughs) we're on a baby hunt i don't think we don't know how to we them out you them out <laughs> and they're still laughing basically making fun and in the distance they see an ice cream stand and they go up to it and there's a little what they think is an old woman running it um, but really it's somehow a tongue that can talk of this gigantic fish which is using this little ice cream fan um, stand as like bait now the fr- whatever it is this big fish thing um chases both of them and eventually um, they drive sort of off the cliff and um, they get out of the car just in time and the, f- the fish thing sort of falls off the edge because it's sort of lured by this gigantic um, crabby patty over the over the side and then an even larger fish to quote um, Qui-Gon Jinn there's always a bigger fish <laughs> um, then appears in front of them in this massive trench and their mouths are aghast aren't they it's that meme isn't it of patrick where he sat there with his hands by his side with his mouth wide open it's that scene if you've seen that meme of patrick just sat there like yeah Yeah, it's that because it's a massive eel thing isn't it It just jumps up they thought they'd seen the biggest fish in the ocean and it's about one percent of the size of this fish that eats it exactly of this other fish and i love i love it because they're just it's sort of this really dramatic moment and then i don't remember which one says it but they just go well we lost our car again <laughs> yeah and they carry on uh, probably um, so now oh, we lost our car again <laughs> and that's it and they just move on so they're in a bit of a dilemma now because they need to be able to try and find out how to pass this sort of monster filled trench and spongebob um, then decides to give up yeah. for a moment and he accepts the fact that him and patrick are just kids however mindy the daughter arrives um, and shows them um what has happened to bikini bottom so you were almost yes. right so it's just now so this is the point that it happens so she shows them with her magic her fish mermaid magic um what's happened at bikini bottom um and spongebob and Patrick watch sort of in horror um, as she lifts off all the people who've been enslaved. There's a few, um, isn't there? Because there's Gary, like you mentioned, with the two. Because everyone's I've saying all written, hell plankton, aren't they? I've written a list here. I'll so go ahead. Mrs. Puff, Mrs. Puff, Sandy, Squidward, Gary, like you said. Um, 
That's it. That's all I've written down. Yeah, but I love. <laughs> that's the... all. That's all I could see. I love the bit because Gary is going meow plankton. Um, because they're yeah. all saying all hell plankton. Squidward's there and his nose is poking through the helmet. There's a little hole. Yes, in there. it is. And Sandy's there, like running on a wheel to power the electricity. In it says, "Don't yes, feed the is. squirrel." Don't feed the squirrel. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> this is a point um, where um, Dennis comes into it and. He's this guy, and he's on a big bloody motorbike, and he's going towards Shell City, isn't he? Yeah, so he's... Isn't he essentially a hitman that's been hired to... Hasn't Plankton hired him to chase down SpongeBob and Patrick? I think so, yeah. Um, But anyway, um, so yeah, he's sort of... Yeah, he's following them, and he's sort of at the county line, basically, waiting for them. But before he catches up to them, Mindy decides to give them two fake moustaches which are made of seaweed and it convinces them that they are now men and we get uh, my favourite song now from women. the entire film. Now the women. It's so I changed good. my it's underwear. Such a good... <laughs> yeah, it's such a good... Honestly, all the little tunes in this are absolutely and brilliant. Um, the bit at the end, isn't it, of the song, where they, where these big giant fish that are chasing them suddenly have respect for them because they start doing some weird slap battle on their knees and their chest. Oh, yes, this is the bit where they do like all this big slapping on their wrists yeah. and on, on all their bodies. Go, Pat. And doing uh-huh. this dance and all... <laughs> yeah, and all the, all the fish end up liking them, but as soon as they get to the other side, Dennis is waiting for them. He is, and they've lost their big fish friends because they said, we made it through all these hideous monsters, and all the fish are like, oh, Because <laughs> they've been and, and they, and then, they, So they've offended the fish. I'm um, going to stamp on you there. with this boot. <laughs> with this boot. Um, anyway, but first before that, he rips off their fake moustaches, and this is my favourite part of the film. He rips off the moustache, and he goes, you call that a moustache? This is a mustache, and he goes. It just and grows. Mustache just grows. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so, so funny. funny. Um, it's really, really good. Um, anyway, before he can do anything, and before Dennis can crush them under his boots, um, a gigantic scuba diver um, who is known as the Cyclops basically stands on Dennis. And, and takes SpongeBob and Patrick to the surface. Yeah, and I love that bit because Dennis hovers his boot over them, doesn't he, with the spikes about to stamp on them. And Patrick's yes. like, that's a big boot. And then the Cyclops stands on him and they're like, bigger boot! <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they end up in Shell City. They do end up in Shell City. Now, this bit, um, I really like this bit. So basically, they've been taken out into our world, into the real world. Um, they're basically in a big shop called like Knickknacks and they're all being sort of like dried out, aren't they? And underneath these, this little lamp. Um, I th- you know what? Oh yeah, that's it. So basically they're all being dried out and they're about to get um, sold basically as like um, some like knickknacks that you'd buy um, at, by the seaside. And right at the last minute, um, I find this incredible. It is the tear of the goofy goobers. Um, yeah. slides down a wire and it completely um, cuts all the power to this lamp that is drying them out and it short circuits everything um, and as soon as that happens the fire sort of system goes off because there's a bit of smoke and the sprinkler system happens and all the creatures that have been dried out in the I'm not sure of how this actually works but all the creatures that have been dried out all these puffer fish and everything all come back to life and Spongebob and Patrick come back to life as well and they head on outside and this is where we see the hoff we do so they have the bag of winds don't they which they're supposed yes, to spongebob's do. reading through the instructions on how they use it to get back and patrick's doing it at the same time and he when he pulls the string off it goes flying off into it and patrick just looks like oh do i've lost it um and then spongebob's like ah oh, that seems simple enough let's do it for real and then patrick's like oh spongebob <laughs> and then they've lost the bag <laughs> of winds and they're they say at that point, didn't they? Oh, that's it. We're not getting back now. And then all of a sudden, Baywatch music. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. And, and and they're like, "Wow, who are you?" And he's like, "I'm David Hasselhoff." Hooray! And, that's it. <laughs> and then he they jump on his back, and he's like a mo- He's like a um, speedboat, taking them across the wherever, whatever it's called, taking them across the ocean all the way back. Now on the way back home, SpongeBob and Patrick see um, the big boot 
um, along with the diver, don't they? Who kidnapped Dennis? Am I? Where am I? I'm, I've lost. They see. Lost yeah, they're, they're flying. They're, oh no! So there's a little bit in between, I think, where we get a little flash down to what's happening in Bikini Bottom because they're worried about not getting there in time. And Mindy stalls King Neptune, doesn't she? Ah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so she basically stalls him from um, killing Mr. Krabs, don't they? Yeah, and he goes, "I know what you're doing. You're stalling me." He's like, "I'm not stalling." Like, yes, you are. You're doing it right now. I'm stalling. Yes. Yes, that is it. Sorry, I'm just, I'm <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. So she, yes? she stalls him. Stalling. Yeah, yeah, it is. That is that bit. Plankton sat there with popcorn, it... waiting for crabs to fry. And she says, um, "What does she say?" Um, she says, "I'm not sure what you mean. What do you mean by stalling?" Yeah. He's like, you know, stalling. Well, she, he says, stalling. "There's nothing else I can mm. do, crabs." And she goes, "Apart from giving SpongeBob and Patrick more time." And he goes, "Yes, apart from giving SpongeBob and Patrick more time." What? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, and then they see the Cyclops boot like speeding That's up towards it. them, didn't yeah, they? Sorry, in the sea, and Dennis is around. on it. <laughs> Yes, Dennis is on this boot, but um, they end up... They blind him, don't they, with the bubbles? Yeah, so he starts... Um, so he starts attacking them. He knocks... I think he knocks Patrick all the way back, and Patrick grabs the foot and is holding on the foot. And then he chases SpongeBob down the Hoff's back onto one of his legs. SpongeBob yes, jumps from it. one leg to the other, and then as soon as he lands, he's like, oh, he did it. He made it all the way across the legs. And then Dennis is just stood next to him again. <laughs> He picks up SpongeBob <laughs> and he's like, "I'm gonna get you." And SpongeBob goes, "What about bubbles? They make everyone happy." And he blows like an entire no, thing of bubble eyes, fluid in his it? eyes and blinds him. He goes flying. Patrick manages to catch him, and they're both on the foot, aren't they? And Dennis gets to them like yes. he, blinded, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this once and for all. And then they go underneath a catamaran, don't they? <laughs> Just yes, gets and taken he gets out. knocked into the sea, doesn't he? Yeah. And he, I think he says something like. Um, this is the last that you'll ever see, and or or something like I, you're never gonna see me again. And then when he goes flying, and, uh, pa- Patrick, Patrick is like, just goes, "Okay, okay, bye." <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I completely forgot about that. I don't I, for some reason I just didn't write any of that down. No, that's <laughs> I don't know why. He says something like, "Oh, this is the end," and then he goes flying, and Patrick's like, "Okay, bye." <laughs> okay, bye. So good. Um, the duo, our dynamic duo. Patrick and SpongeBob arrive back at Bikini Bottom, and um, Kim Neptune is um, about to kill Mr. Krabs, but is obviously, like you said, stalled. Yeah, they were by fired, Mindy. and they were fired down there. Yes, David Hasselhoff put them Hasselhoff's in his chest muscles. muscles. His pectorals. They opened up like a, a machine, didn't they? Like the Thunderbirds getting ready to depart. It is. They put them in and, and just squished fire. them down. They do, and they crash through the roof. Of the Krusty Krab too, um, and um, what? Wait, hold up. Do they? They do. Yeah, yes, they go crashing wait, down in the, muscles. with the crown. Uh, fast speed. Um, they crash through the roof. Um, the crown deflecting the fiery blast from Neptune's um, magic trident that nearly kills Mr. Krab. So they've got the crown. They've got the crown at this point, haven't they? They have. Yeah, and they give it the crown. Yes. Uh, Neptune's gonna they... let them go, isn't he? Yes, then plankton. and then then the bucket goes onto cra- to his head. That's King it. Neptune, yeah. King sized chum bucket. That's what it says on the front. That's what happens. So he gets a king sized chum yeah. bucket helmet on his head, and he gets taken over by plankton. And plankton is basically in control of nearly everybody now. Um, and all the slaves basically surround um, everyone. But then SpongeBob realizes that plankton doesn't care if crabs um, should be basically killed or not and he just wants the power of the seas under his control basically um and spongebob thinks that plankton is basically cheating at this moment and he's like well nothing's fair at this yeah point. he says um, plankton cheated and he's like you think this is a game yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then basically there's an incredible dan well music number so he basically calls him a stupid kid SpongeBob makes this incredible speech about being yourself and nobody should doubt you and nobody should have doubted him on his journey. And then he transforms into a wizard for some reason. <laughs> yeah, and with an electric breaks guitar. breaks <laughs> out into an incredible rock version of the Goofy Goober theme tune. And honestly, it's on Spotify. Just go yeah, and listen it's, to it. Uh, it's I want to rock, but 
is it who's saying is it Twisted Sister that sung that? I think yeah. so. It's I Wanna Rock. I think it is Twisted Sister, but it's I'm a goof, goober, rock. rock. <laughs> da, 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 da. Very, You're very good. It's um, a great song. It's so good. Great visuals as well. Um, anyway, laser beams start flying out the guitar and SpongeBob saves the day and destroys all the brain control stuff, doesn't he? He does. And then they're all happy. The day is saved. Plankton gets arrested. And have you he seen does get arrested. The little, they put him in the tiniest little police vehicle. And did you see what it said on the vehicle? No, what's it, it say? It said something like prison for the criminally tiny. <laughs> Does it really? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, prison for the criminally enti- uh, criminally tiny. And it's a tiny, tiny little police like police van. Just big enough to fit plankton in it. That <laughs> takes him away. I'm just going to have a look now see if I can. It says something see, like I that. I know this Oh, it's not coming up. I'll have a look later on. But yeah, so he gets arrested. And sort of sent away, doesn't he? Yep. And we have... Did, did you stay for the post credit scene? Oh, I didn't. I know that SpongeBob got oh. made the manager. Yes, yeah, so SpongeBob is made the manager of the Krusty Krab too because obviously he saved the day and proved that he's not a kid. He is basically an adult. Um, but there is an after credit scene. Oh, I didn't know this. Do you want to show you what yes, it is? Please. So it goes back to the pirates. Oh, maybe I have. So I don't know. No, it's tell basically me. Just an, it's like an usher... And they're just telling the pirates to leave the theatre um, so she can clean up the mess they've made while the movie comes to a close. That's it. Yeah. Very interesting. And there we go. I love that film. It's amazing. I did. It was so fun to watch. It's just so... It's, it's hysterical. It's so funny. The whole film's it just was, great. honestly, one of... Probably one of the best animated films I've ever watched. Um, if you agree, let us know. <laughs> but what do you rate it, Jamie? So what do you rate we're going to use the usual scale. We're going to use the usual scale. Now, if you haven't watched this before, we used the scale um, of Anakin Skywalker talking about how coarse the sand is and that he hates it so bloody much on Tatooine from, um, what is it, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Yep. And a zero would be the smoothest glass you've ever seen. It's turned into glass. However, a five, it's sort of like a pebble beach. It's very, very rough. You don't really want to be sitting on it. Um, Jamie, what are you giving it? I'm going to give it a 0.5. Are you really? I actually oh my am. God, you're going below. I think it's amazing. I mean, in terms of like animated films and in terms of what you'd want to see from a Spongebob movie, I haven't really got any faults. I think it's not the no, best I, movie of all time because yeah. it's just a simple story. It's not something that you think, oh my God, that's changed my life. That's got me thinking about things, but I because I can't really identify much wrong with it, and it was in, it was thoroughly enjoyable to watch. For me, that 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 film was like mayonnaise. We'll never know whether it's an instrument, okay? Yeah, little reference. What <laughs> is mayonnaise an instrument? That film for me was just fantastic. Um, it was definitely worth like Mr. Krabs did missing the panty raid for. Exactly. Although that episode is now banned. <laughs> so, I think it is. Yeah, yeah when they go, hey, you're going to miss the panty raid. Uh, that got banned, so maybe we'll delete that bit out. Who knows? It might stay in because. Yeah, but I, I give it a 0.5. What about yourself? Um, I think I'll get a solid one. Yeah. I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with the film. There's not enough cheese on I that crappy patty at the start. Not enough cheese on the crappy patty at the start. Uh, I don't think anything could really be improved on. Uh, in but I just don't think for me it's like up there below is it below a one, just for me. But I think it's a solid yeah. one, which is pretty much perfect anyway. I'm biased because I like SpongeBob a lot. I am obsessed. You so, do like SpongeBob. Uh, My favorite episode is the one where um he SpongeBob becomes a celebrity because he can rip his pants. That's, that's brilliant. Episode. That one. I I know the song off by heart, but I'm not going to sing it. Do you? Yeah. When Big Larry came around just to put him down. Yeah, I know that song. <laughs> so good. I just love that. Um, every it's like every and Plank, and is it Patrick gets really annoyed at him, doesn't he? And it's like every opportunity. He's Sandy. Like, oh no! Looks like I ripped my pants. It's Sandy. Sandy's there with him. Uh, and it's funny at first, but then he like he likes the attention, doesn't he? So he keeps bringing it up, and she just gets a bit like, ah, uh, you're yeah, you're acting a bit of a fool now. <laughs> I was like, what flavor yeah, ice very, cream very do you want? Idea. Raspberry ripple. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just constant, isn't it? Yeah. Great show. If you haven't watched SpongeBob, go and watch it. There's a um, a Patrick series now, I think. Um, oh. 
Yeah, because I think SpongeBob's done, I think. And Maybe. it's like a Patrick show now about Patrick and his family. Uh, there is a, f- a funny episode where Patrick's family come to visit, and then it turns out after all that time, it wasn't his parents. And then they're like, Oh, yes, oh, I that's right, that honey. One, we don't yeah. have a son. <laughs> I remember that one. That's great. Yeah. So oh. I think there's a few series of it on Netflix. Um, so, yeah, SpongeBob is just, yeah, always has a special place in my heart. Watched it so much as a kid, I just love it. It is a great thing. Now, the music is playing. If you haven't watched that film, it's on Netflix, so go and watch it immediately. Go and watch it right now. Obviously, there's nothing for you to vote on this week. I might put a poll up. Who knows? Uh, but we'll be back for you next week. The poll should Spider-Man be. Too, won't we? we will be. The poll should be whether mayonnaise is an instrument or not. Um, mayonnaise is an instrument. Is mayonnaise an instrument. Yeah, we're going to do Spider-Man 2 next week. That is the Sam Raimi Spider-Man 2. Wonderful. Uh, anything else before we sign off? I think that's it from me. Other than wonderful stuff. I'm a goofy goober, yeah. Goofy goober, yeah. Goofy goober, goober, yeah. Bye. Bye.